Today on The Breakdown, we're featuring most featured player of the year, Mariano. I say most featured because he is the most featured on this podcast. And he's in a cash game hand at the Hustler Casino Live. They're playing big, obviously, Mariano, with over six figures in front of him. And Mariano's going to do something that is thin. Is thin fair to say? Regrettable? Uh, dangerous? Questionable? Problematic? I don't know. Any of those things are at least worthy of descriptors. Uh, who can say for sure? We're going to say for sure because we're the poker guys and that's what we do. We break down big time hands when people make surprising plays. Here we go. It's Mariano against the world once again on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. <laughs> Problematic. Huh? Yeah. You like that? Yeah. Then should we just title this Mariano is problematic? <laughs> yeah. Mariano yeah. makes, does something problematic. Yeah. 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 That, that Mario, won't Mario's, be... Mario's and his problematic action. That won't, that won't get any blowback. <laughs> we won't receive any blowback like, for that. What? What? Is it, what do you mean? We didn't like the play he made. <laughs> That's, it was, there were problems perhaps with it. There were problems embedded in the play we thought perhaps. So then we actually don't know yet if we don't like the play. That's right. just, there's so many times on this podcast that upon first inspection, we're like, oh, I'm going to think this way about this play. And then we actually get into it and break it down. And we realize we think the opposite. Absolutely. Which is some of the beauty of this podcast, by the way. It is most of the beauty of this podcast. Because you get to take the ride with us. Right. It's, we've been doing this shit for nine years. Apparently. We've been, we've been punching tickets on this train for nine years, baby. And the listeners get to ride along with our oh, thought process. What, a, what an incredible thing for them. What a... What a Ticket they get. What a ride. It's like the Polar Express, except no Uncanny Valley stuff. Right. And yeah. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks does not exist in this universe. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He's just a, he's a animated character on TV in this right. universe. Only. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he is. He's like Woody, but it's Tom Hanks. Yes. And Woody plays Tom Hanks. Whoa. The voice. The voice is too, him it's in too the much. Story it's too much. You're yeah. fucking with my head. Thank you. So you know the show Everybody Loves Raymond? I have heard of that Do show. Do the voice. Yeah. Let's see you got... Oh, uh, well... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't bad, right? That was, that was yeah, actually pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Especially yeah. with no prep and knowing that was coming. That was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I know why you said that now. Yeah. Because one of our players is named Raymond. Yeah, Raymond, a player that I don't believe has ever been featured on the show uh, before. De Deborah. No, that wasn't it. I didn't have that's it. Like, that's uh, that like an old man. No, that's uh, like... Uh, what's... Uh, that, that old TV show... Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sweet sassy molassy. I can't do it he anymore. He doesn't say sweet. He sass. does. He does in the show. He actually does. He says this. sweet sassy. Yeah, molassi. it's a it's a one episode. It's a it's a, the only episode I've ever seen. Actually, I think of ever, everybody. Loves is that Raymond. like the featured part of the episode? Is that he uses that phrase? It is a joke they keep coming back to. In fact, yes, he's trying to come up with a catchphrase for himself, mm. and and he's a sports writer, and he can't come. So he decides to use sweet sassy molassi. <laughs> it's pretty fun. That is actually pretty funny. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe I should go watch Everybody Loves Raymond. It was yeah. very popular for a very long time. Number yeah. one on CBS. It was number one? Oh, yeah. During, did it overlap with, and it definitely overlapped with Friends, and maybe it's a little late to overlap with Seinfeld? I don't know. The but those are some juggernauts there. to try to be number yeah. one over. It was number one over Friends? Um, I don't know that... I imagine they were both number one at different times. Probably 
one of them was, you know, they probably weren't in their heyday at the same time for very long. So, yeah. like, one of them was up and coming, and then, so probably wasn't number one, and then suddenly was, and then the other one wasn't anymore. But, yes, Everybody Loved Raymond was the number one comedy in the world for, like, a while. And he was, I think, the top-paid actor on TV for a while as well. Mm. Cool. Pretty good deal. Good good for Ray Romano. Uh, Deborah. That, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I, I'll never reach that like first high I got on the first time I tried to it's do it. It's impossible to replicate. Because now I'm trying. I just like, I had to like just do it. It's anyway. like sometimes I have perfect Dan Shack voice, but some, right. and sometimes I just can't find it. It's okay. Yeah. You know? Uh, you know what? I just need you to throw me someone who I'm not ready for. Give me another person to do Don it. Cheadle. I'm here. Get used to it. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough I thought one. Don was in the room. Yeah. I'm here. It's a little, it's a little light. He's, he speaks more lightly than that, right? He's like, he always talks a little quietly. That's he does. the Don Cheadle thing. All right. How about I'm The here. Rock? Go. What's something The Rock even says? I'm uh, going to yeah. butter that bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. going to butter that bread. No, <laughs> no that's from Charles close. Barkley. <laughs> not even close. All right, forget it. All I right. can't do anybody else's voice right now. That's fine. You I can were... do a Scotsman. That's, that's all I got. Let's go, Scotsman. What are you going to pick a fight? <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> that's pretty good. All right. That's uh, Braveheart. So the reason I bring up Everybody Loves Raymond is because this is actually an episode about the show rather than about Yeah, yeah. No, this is our full breakdown of Everybody Loves Raymond <laughs> Season 6, Episode 4. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> or is it? Yeah. Well, we might find out that we thought differently at the beginning than the end of the This is one of the breakdown. best things, that I love, things I love most about this podcast is that we never know... How much we're going to think, those, how good we think those jokes are really going to be upon really examining them. Anyway, really, there is a player named Raymond we have not featured before. Right. And we're going to play Jonathan Defends Raymond. No problem. It's everybody like defends every, Raymond. Everybody defends Raymond and everybody is Jonathan. I, I choose not to defend Raymond. It's possible that some, there have been times when you've defended players successfully I who have. make plays that neither of us are huge fans of. But I, I have pulled it off. I would say my hit rate is like 15%. Uh, yes, yeah, maybe best. ten. Yeah, it's tough. Maybe five. It's not an easy task. Yeah, you give me the the hardest. It's like the hardest thing we do. Yeah, and you know <laughs> that if I'm bringing up an uh, Jonathan defense, if you're an historical listener of this podcast, you know that means that the plays are very unconventional that At are made best. <laughs> by the player. Yeah. And once in a while, not often, I would say there's been like three or four times in our history where you've given me something to defend and I don't even try. I'm like, yeah. I, this is un- indefensible. I can't even. Right. But usually I take my shot. I think this one you have some routes oh, to go. Oh, good. I'm excited. I think you have some routes to go. Let's do it. Um, so this was suggested by a new suggester, I oh. believe. Oh. It's just a bunch of numbers. It's like a robot. EJB360. EJB, bunch of numbers, huh? And letters. Huh? It's like a serial number. How about that? Okay, you know what? Fair enough. Yeah. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I got to call you out. EJB son. suggested on Discord. There is a link to our Discord in the description. Come join. You can suggest hands there. You can talk poker. You can talk about other stuff. Yeah. We would like to see you there. We would. Not if you're Raymond and you're listening to this and you're like, I was a huge fan and now they're just shitting all over me. We haven't shit over anybody yet. Raymond. Always oh, little... oh, Ray Romano, you mean? No, I mean... You mean this guy, the player this guy. from Hustler Casino. That Live. is, by the way, something that often crops up, not often, occasionally crops up as a, as a concern of mine when I'm when we're doing hands like this and some like kind of unknown player makes some pretty bad plays and yeah. kind of shit on the plays. I'm like... They might be a listener. I never really thought about that, but you know, well, a decent amount of people listen to this podcast. They might listen and, and feel really bad. I mean, so. here's here's what I'll say is if you choose to go on a streaming show, you're putting yourself out there to the world and your plays out to the world to be critiqued. I mean, you got a problem with that. You probably aren't listening to our podcast and you probably aren't reading YouTube comments from that episode and you probably right. are avoiding Twitter. Like 
it's the world will comment on your play if you put yourself out there. That's that's just the that way. Is that is that is the the best way to put it. Yeah. So let's get to it. Let's do it. I'm ready. It's a 50, 100, 100 game. There is a straddle on for 200. No and there problem. There's a $100 big blind ante. Uh, Raymond. That's our guy. The guy that Jonathan gets to defend. I am the shield. I know what your defense is of his initial thing. We're going to have to Do talk you? about it. Because we already, we already talked about it. Well, that doesn't mean that's my defense, though. Okay, we'll see. We'll see if you find a different defense. I already got one. Of being plus one. <laughs> I got one. 65,000 in a stack. So I got two more. I very, got two. Very deep. 65,000 at 200 effective. I already love it. <laughs> so that's good. He has King Deuce off. Yeah. So we know he's going to enter the pot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has plus one. So under the gun's already folded. So that's good, right? Under the gun didn't, unless, like, unless it's a... Uh, oh, a straddled pot. Yeah, because it's it a probably straddled, is. It is a straddled it's five. pot, so he might literally be under the gun. <laughs> okay, sure. He's got the King of Spades and the Deuce of Clubs. Yeah. And he's going to limp. That's how he's going to enter the pot. He's going to go ahead and limp that bad boy. Okay. Let's defend that play. No problem. Okay. Um, so there's the thing I said to you, which may or may not be true, which is he might be just trying to get his VPIP up, his, um, the pots that he's played, his, his um, percentage that yeah. he um, voluntarily put, put chips in the pot. Uh, so that way he can be brought back to the show and it looks better on when they put up the VPIP numbers, which is stupid, which is something Grant pointed out, but something I feel like players absolutely do. You see Nick Vertucci do this. I mentioned to Grant, like limping under the gun with like queen X off, like queen four off and stuff like that, and then folding to raises. So I feel like that's the only reason they could possibly be doing some of that kind of stuff. That's reason number one. That's a weak defense, though. Let's be honest. Yeah, and... It is quite weak. It would make sense if they were actually playing a VPIP game where you had to yes. maintain like a 35% VPIP or something. Everything's different then, yeah. right? But they're not yeah. that, we are, that we're aware of. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're That's not. weak. So I have, I have a second defense. I, mean, I have a third defense as well. And they're going to get more plausible as we go. Really? Yeah. You have better defenses than that for limping King Deuce off plus Absolutely. one. Absolutely. All right, let's go. He misread his hand. He oh, thought the deuce okay. was an ace. He saw it was he saw it was a no spotter with the with the king. He only looked that far, so he's like it could be ace king. This is an interesting hand. Uh, I'm gonna limp and then limp re raise and then I'll find out if it's ace king. I don't even know if I'm bluffing. That would be fun. I mean, that's kind of cool. I just made that up. Just yeah, there. that would be pretty fun. Originally, it was just he thought he had kings, but then I, I realized, oh, if he actually looks even just a tiny bit, he could see it's a no spotter. It's like maybe, yeah, may maybe, maybe. Um, that actually sort of cannibalizes my third point. Okay, which is? Which was it was just going to be a limp re-raise bluff. And, and he's got a king blocker, which isn't the worst block. I mean, it's the second best blocker. Uh, and he doesn't have to do it, right? Like, he's allowed to just bail if there's too much action. But if there's, like, a raise and a bunch of calls, he could, could have put in a big three-bet and try and steal the pot once in a while. And if he's doing that with big hands, he needs to do it with some bluffs. This isn't the hand I would recommend to bluff with. I'd rather even see king do suited here. I think a suited connector or like a suited ace, suited ace really makes the most sense clearly. Um, but, you know, we're not all the same and we have different perspectives and thoughts about life and how we want to play things. <laughs> that, it's, not good if, it's not good if that's where you are already in the defense of Raymond over the course of the hand is that you have to talk about how everybody's different. <laughs> We're all special yeah. little well, angels. We all, you know, well, <laughs> I, we have different, you know, you're, you, you're, yeah, it's hard to, it's, it's Rashomon, baby. You know, if you saw it from his per- perspective, it would make more sense. All right, let's move on because we're, Woo! we're going to, I think we're going to have a little it. bit to say against about the next player, even though okay. the play is quite reasonable. The plus two player limps with 10, nine of diamonds. Okay. That's Great. fine. What's there to say about that? It's Mars. What? 
the person who was accused of stealing millions of dollars from many of the regulars. Cheating, to yeah. be clear, not yeah. stealing. Not stealing. Slightly different. Not like actually reaching in the pocket, but like setting up games that are that are fraudulent. Yes, that's yeah. right. And the uh, the accusation was by not just Nick Airball, also Wesley, and I think even a third player got in. Oh, um, Prahlad Freeman got in on it a little bit. Friedman. Too. Yep. Friedman's up in this piece. A little bit. Now, yeah, he, he'll, yeah, no, he, he'll he's believe a, any conspiracy though, so <laughs> we can't we can't he, trust him. He apparently had been accusing Mars of cheating even on stream on um like over a year ago. Um said Nick Vertucci was sending him signals. Uh Nick is, they've now been fighting those two yeah. on Twitter ever since that. Uh, not surprisingly, but so Prolad came back and said, I, t- I warned you guys a long time ago. And apparently another woman had done an Instagram story about Mars stealing money and uh, cheating people in poker. Not stealing money, but cheating people in poker, cheating her out of like $25,000, like over a year and a half ago, and no one cared or no one noticed or no one believed it or whatever it is. So it's all sort of like, so there's a lot of smoke around this particular potential fire, is yeah. what I'll say. Um, and the ways he's being accused of cheating are one with a mechanic dealer mm-hmm. in a private game, yep. which is a really good way to cheat if you're going to cheat, right? Yep. I mean, like we've seen it, we've seen it here in Portland. We we have, we've seen, yeah. And then the other way is um, apparently putting marking decks where you can see uh, with like particular, so you can see with what the cards are with particular glasses. You so know, that, like that's what Cabral like, was uh, accused that's of. That's right. Yeah. That is what he was accused of. No one ever proved that yeah. um, for Martin Cabral. Um, these guys are claiming, Wesley's claiming, they actually took the, one of the suspect decks, which Mars insisted on bringing to the home game, and they would play with his deck. Um, I, I, insisted is maybe not the right word, but he volunteered, and they were playing with this deck. Um, they took it under a blue light, and then when they got the, the light correctly, they could all see all the writing on each card. So really? they could see. That, that's what he's claiming. There are multiple of these guys claiming it, it would be weird if it wasn't true, if they just made that up out of nowhere. It'd be very odd. But yep. you never know. And I don't, There could I, be some agenda that we're unaware of. There could be a lot of smoke. Yep. Anyway, Mars. That's Mars. He's going to be a garbage human, so... But we're, since he's in the hand and he's currently the topic of conversation in the high-stakes poker world, we, we had to talk about it. Yeah, probably a mistake to limp behind with 10-9 of diamonds if Raymond is limping with King Dusaw. Especially I mean. if you know what the cards are. <laughs> you want to build that pot. Yeah, that um, really, it's, it's very odd, really. Like, if you know Raymond Limpslot, which I assume he does based on the fact that he limped with this hand, we should just be isolating as best we can. Now, it may not work in this, at this table because these guys are insane, but you should, instead of putting $100 in, you should put, or $200 in, you should put in like $800 or $1,000 and see if you can get most people to fold and get heads up with this guy in position. Well, anyway, Mars is a garbage human. Okay. DJ Washburn is next. Sure. Who's got 42K and actually will participate in the hand to some extent. So uh, he's got six, four clubs and he limps the hijack. That I have no problem with. Mariano. Okay. He's in the cutoff. He's the highlight. That's that's his new nickname. The highlight. That's pretty good. The human highlight reel. No, that's Dominic Wilkins. I know that. I know. You could call him like the human highlight. Neek. Short. Can we just call him Neek? It's like pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's got layers. Neek for Dominique. Yeah. Yeah, so Mariano, a.k.a. Neek. Okay. He's got queen five of hearts. He's going to limp the cutoff. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this also feels like a raising opportunity if you're going to play the hand. There's a bunch of people in the hand, though, now. There's three other people. You're never getting folds from everyone, unless we make it some absurd amount. I can see Mariano being like, I position on these guys at least, and maybe the whole table since I'm in the cutoff. And And I'm better than everybody else at this table, almost certainly. Like, well, Jungle Man is directly on his left. Okay, fine. I'm better than almost everybody else, and I get, and we're deep. Like, 
I can see him just deciding to play a lot of hands from this position that are reasonable. This is barely reasonable, but it is. One to his left, I should have said, for gentlemen, okay. who's not going to participate in the hand. Mariano has 106,000, by the way. Queen, five of hearts, limps. Player named Will limps the button with ace, three of clubs. Garbage okay. human. Uh, jungle man folds. And Andy's in the big blind with 10, six off. He checks. Okay, fine. The pot is 1,450. The notable hands are going to be Raymond with King Deuce, Mariano with Queen Five of Hearts, and DJ Washburn with Six Four of Clubs. Okay. The flop is King Six Four All Hearts. So Mariano flops the second nuts. Mariano flops the second nuts. DJ Washburn flops bottom two. And Raymond flops top pair, nothing everybody else. Everybody loves flopping top pair and nothing else. <laughs> okay, nice. Yeah. That's good. It okay. checks to Mariano, which I find a bit curious. Me too. Where I, the hell is Wa- DJ Washburn with his bottom two? Not how is he just getting the whole table a free card here? Turns out he's right that he's currently beat, but um, so what? You know, it seems odd to just give the whole table a free card when you've already seen a bunch of voluntary checks and you have six four on the king six four all heartboard. You have two guys behind you only. It seems like we just have to. We can't just check this. This feels like I agree a, a big mistake. Well, he Even does. It's gonna maybe work out for him. He does. So Mariano has the second nuts. He's not going to make the checking mistake. Of course not. He bets 600. Okay. Folds to Raymond, who has King Deuce. Yeah. I think there's a pretty strong argument for folding. I think so, too. The, the best argument for calling is that most people have folded, and there's only one other player besides him and Mariano left, at least, and he does have top pair. Yeah. However, what is Mariano betting here comfortably? The ace of heart, the naked ace of hearts. Yeah. Which... We only have okay equity against anyway. We're a, fi- like 50%. A king with a decent heart. Yep. Um, flushes, two pair, yeah. sets, all sorts of things that we don't want to be up against. So most of the so it's either something that has good equity against us or things that are, already have us beat. Yeah. We should not call, even though there's only one guy between. Yeah. If we're heads up, maybe. We could call once, I think. We could. Sure. But maybe he's just thinking, like, usually DJ Washburn folds. We're going to be heads up. It's only 600. I can fold the turn if I want. Mariano bet into five players. I agree with you. It's that's why I. I want mean, you can just have King Ten, and what are we doing? Yeah, you know, we're just screwed. So I guess you already went through your defensive Raymond, who calls sort of by saying like, eh, you know, it's maybe, cheap. Uh, it's cheap. That's the best. I mean, there's two thousand in there. It's six hundred to call. We have top pair, and Deborah won't respect you if you fold. Deborah, uh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> the shield. It's not. He shouldn't do it. But I can at least get, I can understand a little bit where he's coming from for six hundred dollars. So when we're this, deep, it's right? fine in the context of errors that we see on this show. <laughs> okay, but if he had a poker coach who was reviewing all no, of his of hands, course, of they course. would be like, "This is a leak that we need to take well, a look at." They would not. They would say the leak is you, you're in the hand at well, all. Well, right, but then this is a further you're leaking a little more. I don't even know if they would they could ever get to this. But I feel you and I agree with you. Of course, this is a leak. He should not call here. This is just like this hand is just we. I mean, we're going to need Mariano to just go crazy and not have anything, and we're going to have to go call, call, right? Otherwise, we just never win, essentially. And now DJ Washburn is in the dumb position of having to just call with 6-4 because, like, you don't have to. Mariano's uncapped. Yeah. that's Yeah, I guess you could raise. You could still raise, and that's okay. It is. You could charge these things, you know? Mostly you're ahead now, right? Not always, but mostly. Yeah. You can raise. Yeah. It's okay to call, though, as well, and, like, take a card off. I think that's reasonable. It's a pretty weird story if you raise, but I guess that's fine. You could just have flopped a flush and yeah. be raising. Yeah. By the way, or you could have, like, a set and be raising just to, like, shut out some equity. Because yeah. it's really cheap right now. If Mario has the naked ace of hearts, 
you're making it so you could you could really charge him for that because you're at a position too where like you know like a lot of times we're going to check the turn and Mario can take a free card if he wants if he has the naked ace of hearts and this way we get to disallow all of that now the times he has a flush it's really a problem though or a set or a better two pair but no matter what you can't fold because you could make a full house and that's often going to be good it's not unreasonable just to call in fact it's probably the preferred the preferred play here um, but I think raising is is at least more interesting than um, just like I think it's I think it is something you should do with some frequency. Let me okay. say it that way. Fine, fair, okay. Ha! You got. I it. am the shield. You are. When Captain America wields his mighty shield, that's you. Yes. Anyway, so DJ Washburn calls. <laughs> okay. Pots thirty-two fifty. The turn is garbage for Mariano. It's the eight of hearts. Oh, Deborah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Thanks. Thanks. Sweet sassy molassy. That's what he's saying to himself. In what general. was Brad Garrett's character's name? I don't know. Big, big brother. Goofy brother. That's all I got. So Raymond can't love the Eight of Hearts either. You know, both those characters, they were brothers. They both had really weird voices. I'm just realizing that. That's odd. Brad Garrett just had a very deep voice. Okay, but weird. Unusual. Uncommon. Unusually deep. Whereas Ray's, Raymond's voice was like a clown voice or something. Yeah. Uh, Deborah. <laughs> 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 Raymond. Oh, no. My mother lives across the street. <laughs> That's pretty good. You're, you're doing good. Thanks. All right. But anyway, back to this, though. We're saying what? The eight of hearts comes and everyone's... Well, Mariano's like, fuck. Everybody's like, fuck. Uh, yes, that's correct. Everyone's like, fuck. Raymond's like, oh, well. It yeah. doesn't matter what card comes now for me. And yeah, probably still DJ. hit a six or a four if you're DJ Washburn. Yeah, but you know, okay. It checks around. We don't have the best hand very often anymore as DJ Washburn. Yeah. Okay, so so Mario elects to check. Fair enough. I think there isn't a, a question of if Mariano should bet sometimes. Here I agree with the second nuts. I still. think we should talk about it. It's unlikely that either opponent has the ace of hearts based on how they played the flop. If they check raise us, I think we can just fold. Yeah. Like, they really can't make this play without the Ace of Hearts, right? Yeah. It's incredibly hard to do that when Mario bets the flop into all those players and then bets again on the turn. And the question is, can we get calls from worse, from worse hearts, right? Because if we can't, we should check. Um, I think we can against these fucking guys. We could probably get calls <laughs> from strangely played sets and maybe... I mean, DJ Washburn might just fold his two he's pair. He's going to fold his yeah. two pair, yeah. I but, mean, I think that's what Mariano's concerned about is that he's just not going to get action from anything. I mean, it must be, right? Yeah. But... I would think the Jack of Hearts, the Ten of Hearts might call, right? Probably not both, yeah. but one player may call, especially if DJ Washburn has the Jack of Hearts, he probably has to call one bet yeah. against Mariano, who's like, you know, doesn't have to have it. Right. I think we're supposed to bet here. I think this is a mistake. He might think that Raymond is just a maniac. Yes. Based on what we've seen so far, it seems that Raymond's a bit of a maniac and is going to stab the river no matter what. Okay. That gives us more reason to check, yeah. I guess. Um, but Washburn could have a calling hand, and we might be able to even get two streets out of him, two more streets out of him. I don't know. I think it's close. I think betting is definitely reasonable. Yeah. Uh, it, checking can't be that bad. It can't be. I agree. You know, the board can pair. It can suck a little bit, but it can't be that bad. So we all check. Okay. The river's the jack of clubs. The board now reads king of hearts, six of hearts, four of hearts, eight of hearts, jack of clubs. Mariano has the second nuts um, because, well, I guess... There is a straight flush out there, but Mariano blocks it with the five of hearts. Yeah. So he has the second nuts he knows in his mind. Um, so that's nice for him. It is nice. 
and uh, and nobody else has really anything. I mean, DJ Washburn flopped two pair, which now sucks. And Raymond flopped top pair, no kicker, decided to continue, and is here now in this hellscape. All right. He only put $600. Put on, put on your pants. I'm ready. It's time to defend the play. All those who oppose his mighty shield must yield. Oh, my God. You're such a nerd. Raymond <laughs> is going to bet his King Deuce. He's going to bet 2500 Okay, this is a bluff. That's yeah, that's the only defensive. It's bit. just a bluff, right? He's like, I can get better kings to fold. Maybe I can get some hearts to fold. Some bad hearts can fold here for sure. What do medium flushes do now? They don't like their life at all when I suddenly bet now, right? Yeah. Like I think it, I think this is a good play even from Raymond who has a no chance at all kind of a hand. Yep. I like this play. Good defense. Okay. DJ Washburn folds. He folds out one better hand. Sounds good. Can we get can we get Mariano to fold? Nope. I don't think we ever can no get Mariano to fold right now for this bet. <laughs> Not even the smallest chance. We, the, okay. the question for Mariano is, should he go for thin value as a race? Right. right. That's the question. The answer, of course, is yes, or else this wouldn't be a breakdown. Mariano is going to raise. Well, no, not no, no. The question was, should he, not will he? Oh, yeah. The answer, of course, is yes to will he, yes. not should he. Right. So should he? That's the question. Uh, the two factors to consider are, of course, that he has the second nuts. He does block the straight flush. Does that matter that he blocks the straight flush? No. No. Okay. I mean, it, it matters in that he can feel slightly more comfortable with the raise, but normally that would be more of like a, I can bluff with this hand, right? Yeah. But he's got a hand that doesn't make any sense as a bluff, right? right? Like, I don't think as Mario, we can reasonably think we're going to bluff out the ace of hearts right now, right? That's not what we'd be doing. We'd be going for value. Here is the set of factors that I would need to exist to raise and feel good about it okay. for value. Um, Ray, number one has to be the Raymond is a complete spew monster I mean, who that's, that's is going to call with a weak flush. That's the only possible. Yeah. Without that, nothing else matters. Yeah. Like, he has to be... I mean, he's got to be like one of the spots at the one of the obvious spots at the table. Now, he did limp under the gun with or plus one with King Deuce off, so maybe he is. Yeah, but without that, we should just call and take our money. And that's I fine. agree. I think Mariano probably thinks Raymond is one of the spots at the table. I that's think my best guess. Maybe that's true. Perhaps. Right. So I, another thing that is going on is that the way Raymond has played the hand so far, unless he's playing very tricky, makes it pretty unlikely that he has the nut flush. So Mariano might feel like I'm almost always winning. So why not try to eke some value out of it? Because he didn't bet the flop. Didn't bet the flop. I mean, no. he didn't bet the turn, but like, you know, yeah, it's not that surprising he wouldn't have bet the turn based on the flop action, right? Right. But you would so think it's just that, that he didn't bet the flop six ways with I the mean, ace of hearts. I mean, not everyone's going to do that yeah. six ways, yeah, or I seven ways even. I guess it's. Ways. I guess it's possible. I think it's. I think it's reasonable that he. Not everyone's going to do that every time. Yeah. Especially more passive players. And when you're, op again, open limping King Deuce off, you're probably a more passive player. So then you don't, you don't think that's a factor? I, it probably matters a little, but I don't think it matters very much. How about that? Okay. So it's really just, is Raymond a spew monster? He's got to be a serious station. Yeah. Right? For us to raise here. Now, our story is weird, which yeah. is good. Like, why wouldn't we bet the Ace of Hearts on the turn? We should be betting the Ace of Hearts right. on the turn, right? To get called by whatever weird heart combos are out there, right? Um, they should exist. Like the queen of hearts, if we have the ace heart, should be out there sometimes, right? Jack of hearts should be out there. Um, Maybe they fold the turn. I mean, it depends on what position they're in, right? If, if Raymond has like the jack of hearts, he might fold because the queen and the ace can be behind him and Mariano can have him beat. Yeah. 
But DJ Washburn, if he's got the queen of hearts, he's calling. Probably. Right? He's going to call with the second nuts on the turn, I think, against Mariano. Like, you have to be sure the guy's betting the nuts and only the nuts. I mean, right? a lot of the arguments that led us to being okay with Mariano checking the turn are the same with the nuts as the hand that he has. Um, well, the difference is that you can only build so big a pot with the queen high flush, and you can build a much bigger... Like, if he had ace-five hearts here, he's got the nuts for real. Yeah. Then you're trying to build as big a pot as possible, right? And you're, you can't do that necessarily with the queen high flush because there's points when the pot gets so big you can't win it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. either you're going to have to fold or you're going to call and always be losing, right? Yeah. That's, so that's, that matters, I think. So he's doing a little pot control. He's doing a little bit of deception. He's getting a lot, a lot of things with that check on the turn with the queen high flush. With the ace high flush, so I think it'd be surprising not to build the pot. Well, at least almost always. Yeah, Mariano is tricky, though. He is. That's true. Anyway, he raises to 6,800. That is interesting. It's, it's just... It's, it's not as interesting if you think he's just trying to exploit a fish. Right. And he probably thinks some version of if this fish, if, if he thinks Raymond is straightforward in terms of how he's going to play post-flop. Yeah. Right. Or at least in this type of situation specifically, it's like, well, I can, I can easily fold if he raises. I always fold. And every time he doesn't raise, I win. And it's a, like a free roll in that way. I mean, it's not a free roll because you're putting in an extra $4,300. Yep. Right. And the question, of course, is can we actually get called by worse? We have to believe we can. We, that's, that's the only way. I trust Mariano enough that if he thinks he can get called by worse, that he can. Yep. Actually, I think he's like proven himself out enough that we can trust that. But right? it looks like he picked the wrong Raymond. He just got fired from his job as a sports writer. Deborah's got him sleeping on the couch for Deborah. a whole week from a comedy made a week ago. <laughs> Still no, no forgiveness. Yeah, it's, and the mother is a problem. And he makes it 18,500. Defend the play. So Raymond makes it 18,000. Yes, he does. He three bets. He okay. three bets the king deuce, no heart. He's got top pair, which is meaningless. Yeah. Okay. It's not a blocker. It doesn't block anything. Okay. The only way I can defend this play is that Mariano checked the turn. And if Raymond believes that Mario's always building a pot with the nuts... He'd always choose to build the pot there, which I think is a reasonable thing. Like, I think it, it is past standard. It's not standard. It's more than standard to bet the turn if you have the ace of hearts to get value from these other heart combos against weaker players. Yep. Then maybe we could sit there as Raymond and be like, he kind of never has the ace of hearts, though. And obviously never is a little strong because Mariano's tricky. Yeah. But maybe we could sit there and say, he mostly doesn't have the ace of hearts. I know he's raising right now, so he has it more than he did a second ago. <laughs> Right. Um, but he still doesn't have the ace of hearts almost ever. Like, let's give even if we give him a reasonable percentage of the time, we give him, I'm making up a number here, 20% of the time he still has the ace of hearts. Does that mean he's bluffing 80%? Of the, yes, that, that's what it would mean, right? See, is Mario going to bluff 80%, bluff raise the turn 80% of the time? No, he's going to have value in, that he has to fold. <laughs> Apparently, he can have queen high and, and raise, right? This, yeah. is, this is what's interesting about it, right? Mariano may be like, well, I only have this many. I don't have that many bluffs here. Um, so I have to fold. I can't even really consider calling with queen high, right? Yeah. By the way, we probably can't consider anyway because how often is someone really bluffing here? It seems pretty rare. And the, the, that point that you made about Mariano being unlikely to have the ace of hearts is why at the beginning I said you might have some avenues to go down that, to defend Raymond. That's that feels like the obvious one. So Raymond's sitting there. He's like... I just don't think this guy has the ace of hearts almost ever because he checked the turn and he'd yeah. have to bet it. 
So if he doesn't have the ace of hearts, unless he somehow has the straight flush, he can't call. And guess what? He would have bet the turn for sure with the straight flush, right? Yeah. So I raise. Yeah. I mean, I get the thought process. That's there. pretty neat. Yeah. He he's thinks like, hey, guess what, buddy? You're capped. And um, you might think I'm capped, but are you really going to think that after I three bet the river? I mean, it really looks like Raymond somehow is the ace, ace of hearts in his hand. It does. Yeah. It really. I it's mean, hard, it's hard not to believe a guy with three bets on the four flush board. You know, that's, that's, there's no bluffs to be had. There's no like logical bluffs to be had there, which is why it, it's kind of cool to be able to do it. It's just, you have to find the exact right opponent in the exact right time. Raymond happened to, I don't know if that was by luck or because he really did figure something out about Mariano's play and that Mariano truly would not likely play the ace of hearts this way. I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, I think because when Mariano sees this, if he is sometime, if he's always been in the ace of hearts normally in this spot, he now knows against this guy and at this table, at least some of the time he has to check it. Right? Oh, Mariano, Mariano sees it just as soon as he folds. Oh, Raymond, right. <laughs> Raymond lets him see. What is Mariano's face? Do we get to see that? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's you know, the pretty classic cringe Dis- face. D- despair. Yeah. 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 A level of like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I was going, I thought I was making this above the rim play. And then I, I basically let the guy on the other side of the bell curve, like, take out my legs. Right. right. Like, I was trying to be a Jedi when all I had to do was be in the middle of the bell curve. Yeah. Right? I had to be the normal dude. Yeah. The normal dude always calls here, right? Never goes for the raise. Gets paid. Yeah. The Jedi gets destroyed this time. Right. Right. By the Padawan or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, man. That has got to be roof. Because, of course, Mario has to fold. Yeah, he does. He ends up folding. And everybody loves Raymond. I bet they did love that. I bet everyone freaked out at the yeah. table in, like, good ways. It's cool. It's cool to see a bluff, especially against a guy like Mariano, who apparently is not well-liked in the, the community, according to some things that I've seen. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I, I would guess also that um, one of the reasons Raymond does it is so he can turn it over, is so everyone will, like, pat him on the back, and that's one of the reasons why he's at the game, right? Yeah. So, like, there's extra equity in there for him that there wouldn't be for a lot of other players. Yeah. Like, Andy Stacks probably doesn't care about that. You know, the equity for this is so he could talk about it on his YouTube channel, maybe, but not, like, the emotional equity. It probably doesn't exist for him in the same way. Hey! First time, no rehearsal. I say fuck second take. Not his baby scratching them vinyls until the record break. Mr. One Night is all I need. No second dates. I'm the rapper most likely to make it.